Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yeah, yeah. I really need a new soundtrack. For what? Like, I feel like Hannah Montana all the time. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you feel like you're a soundtrack or you want a soundtrack? No, I feel like I create a soundtrack and I just need to switch it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll work on it. So you're not you're you're not feeling that the soundtrack that you currently have is aligned with your life. No, because it's actually plagiarism because it's Hannah Montana's. Oh, so you just stole Hannah Montana's soundtrack. I did, I did, and that's not okay. Okay, well we can troubleshoot things for you. Okay, thank you. Maybe we'll hire a composer of sorts. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we want different cues. Yes, yes, a cue. A cue, if you will. If you will. Wow. Fabulous. Okay. Hi, Brenda. How are you? Hey, Julia. <laughs> I'm good. We have to do a little thing we like to call Pride and Pickle. La, la. <laughs> um, we love it. Getting to the soundtrack. My pride. My pride is that. Actually, let me start with my pickle which is different for me, but just because I think it'll lead into my pride. My pickle is that I am very intentional about self-development, personal development, all the things, but sometimes I feel as though I almost fill my life too much with that, which also isn't ideal. Like I know we've talked a lot about like implementing joy um, and stuff like that. And I really think I have such a deep fear of, of like somehow being unaware and ending up in a like not stable place because when I was in the hardest place with my mental health, I really convinced myself otherwise. Um, And I think I'm very afraid of being there again, not because I think I'm capable of it, but just because I I can't fathom how much shit was a Bruin underneath the surface for me. And that I just kept like justifying that it was for a reason and it was okay. So I find that I still have like a very deep fear of somehow ending up there, even though I'm unbelievably self-aware to the point where I could psychoanalyze a majority of my thought patterns and behaviors. Um, and I'm very honest, very vulnerable, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, um, I felt, I've been feeling a little bit more like anxious over the past few weeks, just in comparison to the past few months. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I get there it, it, at a specific point, I start to panic a little bit, nothing crazy, but just like, I get worried that something bad will happen or I don't know. So I like seek any and all resources a little bit to the extreme. And I don't think that that's always necessary. Like I, I put like the self-development podcasts on high, the books, the coaches, the um, like module work, like all of these things. And then I'm like, oh my God, like you don't need to do that. You just need to like, you can keep it simple. You can just be really intentional about those things that calm your internal temperature. So um I'm, I'm proud of my ability to be self-aware. I'm proud of my ability to ask for help, but I think sometimes I am even extreme with that. Yeah. And I don't think it has to be that way because it almost turns into like another obsession. Like it's a beautiful thing to want to grow and evolve, 
but I think sometimes I put way too much emphasis on it where it's like, just be. I think that's very self-aware. Yeah. And it's almost like gets, I don't want to use the word desperate, but I, I feel like because I'm, I really, I trust myself a lot in a lot of ways that when I feel now that I can't help myself fully, or like I failed too many times at something, even if it's like a negative thought pattern, I almost am like somebody save me. Like I'm looking for somebody to have this missing key. Right. That's just my unlock the thing. Yeah. And, and it's, it's interesting, but yeah, so that's my, that's my pick. I think cause you're, cause you're, you are inherently a, a type A type of person, like that it is easy for you to go to an extreme. And sometimes like we can, sometimes even really positive things can be extreme, like too much. What's the phrase? Like too much of anything is not, you know, not a good thing. Yes, yes. The jack of all trades is the master of none. Is that part of it too? Oh, I didn't didn't know that one, but okay. <laughs> okay, she knows a phrase. No, no, no but I, I get what you mean. Like, it's like almost like oversaturating my life with it almost is counterproductive, you know? Because it's like, there's no room for anything else. So yeah, that's my authentic pick. And then my pride is just that, like, as me and Chris move into new life phases, which we'll get all into in future episodes, but I feel like I'm trying to, um, that, that probably sounded way more exciting than it was. Nothing crazy is happening, everyone. No worries. But I just, but there will be an episode on it. Cause I think that it's real. I think an, an interesting episode would be to check in with a woman in her twenties, who's been in such a long-term relationship and like what stage you're at versus where yeah. you maybe a little while ago because I think it's that is cool relatable and interesting you have to write that down mental note I won't forget but then we'll take a physical note or else I forget um but with that I just feel like I'm paying attention to like little things like around the house or like more adult things like you know when your parents do stupid shit like as simple as gardening (laughs) and you're like I've never paid attention to this in my whole life, but maybe now I'll pay a little attention because eventually like I'm going to want to implement this in my own space through like something like that. Um, I don't do it often. I see myself as a gardener. I don't see myself as that either, but I got down and dirty today. Like, Oh, she was rolling in the mud. I was basically, basically fucking holding a worm in the palm of my hand. Like, wow. And I smelled like absolute trash, but Anyway, yeah, I'm just excited for life's future phases and I've come to terms with on the same vein of like personal development, I've come to terms with that like I'm I can be fulfilled and still not be satisfied. I don't know if that makes sense, but I've just been I think a lot of times I get hung up even without realizing on a destination, on like a final step or getting to this place, whatever it may seem like, even if it means mastering my mindset, but I need to set that expectation for myself that I can simultaneously be really fulfilled in the life that I have and love my life. And also know about me that no matter where I go, I'm always going to want more. That's just the type of person that I am. And it's not a negative thing. It just means that I'm always going to continue to seek growth and seek development and I don't even fucking know what that looks like half the time but like setting myself up for that so that I'm not feeling as though I don't know it has to be something specific no I I I I hear you amazing but what about you um I'll start with my pickle my pickle is that I'm not um wealthy enough yet to do all the things that I want to do in the world of self-care and specific it's funny because I only ever 
really think about money in terms of the self-care and beauty things that I wish I could afford, <laughs> which is really hilarious because like, like when I think like, cause I love to travel and like, I wish I had more money to travel, but I'm like, I'll get there. Like, yeah, like in a few years, I'll be able to travel and like have all the money I want to do that and like blah, blah, But when it comes to like the things that I want in terms of like my skin, my hair, my makeup, I'm like, I don't have enough money for any of this and I want it now. Like, I wish I could get a facial every other week. I wish I could go to the face gym. I wish I wish I could get a massage. I wish I could order all the things that I want to order on Sephora. I wish I could get a weekly blowout. I can't afford these things. Yes. Haven't had a manicure in weeks because it's not in the budget. I so hear that. I think many 20-somethings will relate. <laughs> like, why do you relate that, like, mo- does, uh, does a lot of your money stress come to, to self-care and products? Um, If I'm being authentic, I for sure, even when I don't have the money, spend money on all of those. Oh, a hundred percent. Maybe, maybe this, my financial stress comes from the fact that I buy things anyway. Buy them anyway. Right, Um, right, right. Yeah. Um, for sure. 100%. But I will say, unfortunately and authentically, I do not think that I really restrain myself from getting most of the things that I want. And it's actually a bad habit. So (laughs) Um, no, I, I also buy the things that I shouldn't shouldn't buy mm-hmm. um but I just would love to buy way more of them of and course. do way more appointments like I realize like when it comes I hate most appointments like today I had to go to the dentist that wasn't fun but like when it comes to like beauty appointments or self-care appointments I want my day full of appointments 100% no that's so funny but honestly, I feel like there is like a, a spectrum, like there's like a scale, like there are things that I'm like, oh, well, I have to spend money on my eyebrows or I'm going to look like a caterpillar. Right. Oh, well, eventually I feel like my nails, I let go a little bit sometimes, especially since discovering impress nails. I um, love to press on <laughs> nail. If you uh, show and haven't heard us discuss this topic before. Like, come on, you guys. Um, but when it comes, like there are certain things, like there's a spectrum, like for me, a facial, which Although it, a facial is probably mm, around the price of me, what, maybe two, three blowouts or two, three nail appointments, something like that. Like a, a facial just feels so much like more of an investment. It does. It feels, it feels like a lot more of like a splurge. Yes. But sure. then like a manicure does, even though like if I get a gel manicure and like a spa pedicure, which I usually get when I go for a pedicure because- treat yourself even though can't afford it which aka here's the pickle um like that is like that's like 65 bucks so yeah I literally just got a I can get a facial for 85 bucks and it's yeah that's not that different no or even like when it comes to a facial versus justifying justifying I know we're the worst when it comes to a facial versus like skincare that you buy like for some reason I'm like oh well skincare that I buy like I need it at home anyway and I'm gonna use it every day yeah but like you spend like freaking five times the amount that you would on a facial so it's it's complex it's really bad but I get really stressed about it because I just really want all the appointments and all the products and I simply can't afford them but yet not today but that's the pickle is I want it today I don't want to wait valid I don't want to valid me complaining because I was because I have this group of um 
this collection of under the skin pimples on the left side of my cheek. They're very small, so you can't really see them. They're under the skin, but they're very bumpy and I feel them. And I need a good ass facials to someone go in and get them out because I've had them for weeks and they're being very stubborn. Nothing is working. I've used the patches. I've used the retinol. I've exfoliated. Nothing is working. I need someone, a professional to go in and get them out. Understood. We will get you one of those real soon. Maybe our podcast fans in Nigeria will um, get us some more ads. Oh, yeah. My pride. We're no, we're in the top 60 on the charts in Nigeria. Amazing. Okay. Thank you, guys. Lots of love to you. Lots of sending our love to our Nigerian fans. 100%. Um, and then my pride is that I'll, I'll, I'll save this little thing to read to you because, oh, I'm cute cute set girl um I just opened my Instagram to read this thing to Brenna and this girl's wearing a very cute blue set um we love a blue set so my this just ties into what the pride is and I just think it like says it in a nice way so you you know how on Instagram like you ever scroll past those things that are like July 5th source message yes you love those I always scroll upon them and the thing about these source messages are obviously that they are just you know, they're not catered for me. They're just written. And like you identify with them or you don't, I guess. And then some, but sometimes I'm really like, oh yes, you're speaking to me. Um, so today is was, oh, we're recording this on July 5th. Yes, it's a week early. Brenda has a work trip. Um, <laughs> but today's was, I'll just lie, July 13th. No, <laughs> I can't lie. I'm telling the truth. July 5th, source message. In many ways, a big part of your calling of your purpose is beginning to tell you that you're ready. You couldn't focus on your gifts before because you were too busy trying to stabilize the ship, rightfully so. There was too much noise and confusion in your life, but now the balance has been instilled, making room for the greater good of what was always meant to be of you. Can you feel it? You have many reasons to be here. The next level is opening. And I just really feel like, and I kind of hate saying it because it feels a little like high horsey. But it's not, but like, I just really, I really feel like more than ever extremely aligned with like my, with who I want to be. And, 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 and it, that feels high horsey to say, but the caveat to that is who I want to be. Like it is, I'm not perfect. I am not the perfect version of myself at all yet. Not even close, but I just feel more excited about my future than hesitant about it or or uneasy about it. I think for a lot of, I, I think until like a few weeks ago, honestly, like I felt very uneasy about my future. And now I just feel very excited about it. Like I just feel like in a lot of ways, I've said yes to a lot of me and things that I want that I wasn't ready to say yes to maybe in the past. And I just feel like giving all those yeses to myself and giving myself a lot of permission to like really say yes to the type of person that I want to be is like only perpetuating more yeses and like opening more doors. And like, I've had just like so many in the past couple of weeks, like so many opportunities present themselves to me and like opportunities that I've longed for. And like, I feel like because I've started giving my permission to for my, myself permission to say yes to like the first thing, like what 
has like it just it's perpetuating in itself and it feels really good yes oh my god I love that it reminds me of our conversation with Keisha Fitzgerald the other week that was so freaking good and it just reminded me of how really everything happens in the way that it's meant to for some sort of reason but she I said along the lines of like you know, I I can't couldn't have wished this for before because the young like the younger version of me or the version of me six ready wasn't ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she wasn't ready the way she is now. And everything that we experience builds us to some capacity. So it it is it's so cool. And I I really do I can understand why whether it's a random message on Instagram or whatever why you were so taken back by that particular message because it, it it does apply to your life you know we've seen it firsthand and it's so cool and I think that's why it's so rewarding and why we spend so much time talking about like who do you want to be how can you show up as her is because we've seen that every time we've chosen to do the hard thing say the hard yes regardless of the implications like all these different aspects that it continues to propel more abundance and more growth and more momentum and like all these things and you wouldn't have known if you didn't give it a shot you know so um, I'm excited to continue to dive in specifically in future episodes as to what these doors that are opening for you are and what the first door was and I'm excited for our listeners to learn all about it yeah it's it's yeah it feels really good and my astrology for this week is was literally it's hilarious my astrology for this week is literally like fuck anybody else's opinions and like be radically like like be and dive into like radical radical like listening to your gut is yeah. is li- it's literally like my whole astrology this week if you like sum it up it's like literally like you just can't you just don't you can't worry about anybody else's opinions like don't don't let anything keep you small like you have to listen to your gut and it's like it's just very interesting and I, like, that's, ugh, I feel like ugh, it feels yucky when I'm saying this. Cause then I could see someone else being like, wow, Julia, great. It's all like working out for you. Like, but like, no, it's nowhere near perfect. It's nowhere. I, I'm, I would not in any way say that like my life is the exactly where I want it to be at. It just feels like the work that I've been doing is like starting to all like make a lot of sense and like feels like it's put me on a path now that feels really, really right and just much more exciting than than unclear. Yeah, and I don't think any of this is like high horsey or, or preaching or making anyone else feel inferior. I think it's a beautiful thing that instills hope in people that might doubt or might listen to previous episodes we've had and feel your doubt or hesitation or fear of failure or whatever, all these things that could still come up from the day to day for them to hear that like, hey, I kept putting one foot in front of the other and it's working out for me, I think is solely inspiring. And people, especially people who've listened to us for over 150 episodes, doll, know your heart. So (laughs) I don't think it comes off that way. But something that you said that um, resonated with me was that, especially in the people pleaser, empath type of realm, being okay with some people not understanding, not getting it, whatever it is for you and whatever it is for me, I think a lot of times I find the need and maybe you do as well, probably less than I do, but regardless, depending on the circumstance to explain ourselves and explain why we're doing something. I always feel that. I always feel like I have to always to like avoid someone from misinterpreting your heart or avoid someone from, you know, taking something the wrong way. And there's this like over explaining, which just adds so much more anxiety to the situation. I also think that I'm starting to realize that, sorry, I want you to finish your, but I I'm starting to realize 
that I think when I over start to over explain myself, which is I do the exact same thing. And I know you do it too. Like, but I also totally do it. And like, I feel like it makes it seem like we're uncertain about our decision to other people. And then it makes them question our decision more. If we were just like, Hey, this, this is what I'm doing about this. Or like, this is what I want to do. Or like, this is what I want to follow. And then like, I feel like sometimes when we do the over explaining, it makes it seem like we're not so sure, even if we are. 100%. And then I think it almost also gives an opportunity for people to consider your own anxieties. So like, you know, something like, uh, I don't know, whatever random example, like I'll think of an example of Julie and I filming content videos, right? One day Julia wakes up puffy and says, I'm so sorry. It's not that I don't love our show. I, I'm just puffy and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I didn't even question that you didn't love our show, but then it's does she not love our show? <laughs> Which like wasn't actually the case, but a very random example. Right. Um, and I just think you're, you're right. Like it makes it a bigger deal than it has to be. I think it gives people more room to, to disagree to an extent or to poke their opinions in a way that's not conducive to us. Sometimes it is, and we love feedback and all the things in between, but um, yeah. I do think that the way that we meet, and we've talked about this before, but the way that we meet someone, and it doesn't mean to not be considerate to their thoughts, especially if it's somehow affecting them. Um, but the way that we meet people, and if, it, if we meet people with anxiety and uncertainty, even if in our guts we're certain, but we're uncertain about how someone else is going to feel, they that's it. That that's they it. feel it, you. They do. Yeah. And like, I think there are some things, right? Like we're, again, we say time and time again, we're so lucky to have the people in our life that we do. And it's the truth. But I think there are some ways, right? Like I will forever do my best to understand your career and all of these things and, and whatever, because I care for you, but I probably won't ever fully get it. Right. Someone might look at my life and my habits and be like, mm, she's like not living her life to the fullest or like, Ooh, a lot of her day is consumed by, I don't fucking know, fitness. Um, that's kind of tired. Like, you know, like people can have all aspects of their opinions, but only we know at our core what lights us up. Only we get it, right? And there are some people who become our people in certain compartments of our lives. Like you and I get each other on such a deep level in this setting, right? right. There might be people around us being like, these bitches, they spend so much fucking time on this podcast. <laughs> Number 60 in Nigeria. Uh, <laughs> but like, look at them go. You don't get it. And that's okay. And I think it, when it comes with like, people pleasing, we want so badly for people to get it, whatever that means, whether it's to know that we're good people, to know that we have good intentions, this, this, and that. And just knowing that like, we can't really fully control what other people are going to think about certain circumstances. It doesn't mean we have to be nasty, selfish, mean, whatever. No, yeah. but we can put way less emotional energy on our delivery of simply doing what it is that we want to do. Hundred percent, and I, I, I've, I've spoke to Brenda about this. How around my birthday, which is in August, I want to share with you guys like a kind of a recap of like this twenty fifth year of my life because it has been so like 180, 360, I don't even know what you call it from where it's the place that I started my 25th year at, like my mental place where I was in in terms of relationship, career. Um, home like everything and to where I am now and there's like a lot of things that I haven't personal details that I haven't yet shared with like you guys uh but what but I will 
And I think it would, I think I'm excited to share it with you guys because I just think it'll be interesting for someone who maybe is in the place that I was on my 25th birthday, which is just like, was not a good place. You, you guys heard the video. <laughs> Julia, it's your 25th year. What do you think? It's hard. Like you guys heard the video. I think it's to, to I've just been reflecting so much on like where I was at the beginning of this year and where I am now and will be, I assume this, I will continue in this direction for the next month and a half. So like where I am going to end up, um, you know, rounding out my 25th year, it's just such, it's just so opposite end of the spectrum. And I just think it will be helpful for someone who is in the place that I was in back then because it's just so different now and I and in every aspect of my life in career in relationship in home in health in day-to-day like just in literally every aspect and I think that it real and I'm excited to share it because I think it really starts with and I'll I'll give all the details when we do this episode like I will give all the details all the relationship details all the change details everything um, but I really do think it starts with like the little yeses. And I, and I have been reflecting on like the little yeses that I started saying to myself back then, the little permissions that I started to give myself back then that I didn't realize were, you know, me starting to give myself permission to do things. And I really think it's like starting with those little things, the one yes, the, li- the one permission slip, the little things, and they start to get stronger and bigger you know, but it just starts with the one. It does. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that stands out to me about that exact time. The quote we talk about all the time from Shanae Alexander is like, I think everything that's going in a direction right now in your life that is fulfilling to you, I don't even think you could have dreamed in that moment, you know? Like, I don't even think as much as we love to visualize and manifest and everything, I don't even think your brain could like at the time because all these pieces were moving together and your whole world had changed like brain could not compute this life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just also is cool to give hope in the sense of there's so much that you can't even dream yet, right? Like we could be playing small and not even know, but to have faith and to continue to make those little steps and have those little yeses and continue to believe in yourself and your power and start to own it, so much can change. Like our I think that's something that I continue to be fascinated by within our 20s, within our lives in general. I think we have a lot of power in our 20s more than we realize. And it it is hard because something like like you mentioned before with finances and stuff, like it is hard to get moving in a specific direction when you have like bare minimums that you need to meet, you know, like even thinking about like living on your own or whatever, like to have to think about, oh, I have to pay for a space and also like food, like, you know, so many different things come into play, but I think we have more, most of us have a lot more autonomy over our lives in our 20s than we realize. And if we can't do these grandiose things like, you know, buy a home or get married or like all these crazy things that people do in their 20s, like we can start with controlling our minds. We can start with the way that we show up in our routines. We can start to, you know, surround ourselves by better people who uplift us. Like that's where the autonomy comes in. You're not going to you know school anymore well, maybe maybe you are um but you still have control over the people that you connect with you know there's less like forced things in your 20s I think than ever before and I think so often our brains 
automatically go to, oh, well, I have to have my dream job and I have to have my dream boyfriend and my dream dog and my dream outfit and facial and body. And, but when it's really like, shit, man, if I can master my mind and it's going to continue to evolve, so will our dreams. But if I can master my mind today, now, every single day, make an effort towards it, like you're going to get to enjoy all of these other things that are inevitable so much more because yeah. it's going to actually be what you want. Yeah, exactly. And I think that it, it it is important to say as well of like, when we say this thing about like mastering your mind, that doesn't mean that you have to be a master of it every day. Like I have had so many bad days this year, so many days that I couldn't get myself to the meditation or the workout or the daily practices that I know that helped me so many days that I have been anxious or depressed or whatever, but I have not let myself stay there too long. And I have really put a lot of intention into finding the practices that really do work for me, which are going to be different for everybody, but the ones that really do work for me. And I really do believe, you know, like I really, really, again, I hope this doesn't sound high horsey, but I really do believe that everything that is coming, that feels like it's on the right path now, I a hundred percent believe that I manifested, that I made possible. Like, yeah, because I've done the work, because I've taken small steps that may have felt really frustrating at the time. Like in terms of like, just to give example, like we'll do, you know, a real, you know, a whole real episode on this, but like in terms of like career, like you guys know how frustrated I get with my career, like all the time, but I never stop. And I, and some days I have days where I just can't do it. And I stop on those days, but in the grand scheme of things, like I don't stop and I put in the work every day both on my mental space in terms of career and like the actual like day-to-day things that I need to do in terms of career. And like, it's it's frustrating all the time. And so many days I feel like I'm failing, but lately I have, because I have been doing that work and like not letting myself stop and not letting myself feel like I'm failing and, and trying to change my mindset about it, like both doing the mindset work and doing the practical work, like I'm starting to be given these opportunities that like, I've wanted my whole life, but they felt out of reach. And like, I'm start, they're starting to come. And I really do believe it's because I've done the work to make myself ready for them, which 100%. is exactly what Keisha shared with us about, you know, being ready. And I think it's really frustrating when you want something, but the universe is not ready to give it to you yet. And I have been there for years, but like it is, there is some solace in believing okay, if I keep, maybe I'm not ready right now, but if I, I keep doing the work, there will be a time that I am ready. 100%. Yeah. It, it really, I was trying to look for this quote that I can't paraphrase as, as well as it was said, but basically I just think that we put a lot of emotion onto things, right? Like something not being a certain way, having a deeper meaning to what it says about you as a person or you as a, an actor or me as a consistent, disciplined, impactful person, whatever the hell, like we attribute so much more to those things. And I feel like when we're able to take a look at something from a greater lens, when it comes to mastering your mind, like we say the term mastering because it sounds good, but really what it means is just learning to like really manage and navigate your internal environment better. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that when we are so highly emotional, which emotions are beautiful, they're beautiful things to feel most of the time, like how cool that we can experience such vibrations in our bodies. But I think a lot of times some of our most tricky decisions are made when we're in a highly, highly emotional state because 
you know, we're, we're in this mode where we feel so much pressure and anxiety and, and like uneasiness that we start to spiral, right? And that's where a lot of our spirals start. So I think that when we talk about mastering our minds, we really mean like just being able to, to navigate things on a more calm, level-headed space. And it doesn't mean you're going to feel that way every single day, but it just means that if you misstep or if you, you know, do something doesn't turn out the way that you want it to, you're not like, okay, that's it. I can't do this, <laughs> you know, because it's so easy to do that. And it's really hard when you want, you want momentum, you want all these things and you feel like you keep getting roadblock after roadblock after the roadblock. Fucking worst. Absolutely horrid. Yeah. But every single time that you choose to push past it, if it's still worth it for you at that point, because it's again, as we always say, okay, for your dreams to change. Oh yeah. If you keep pushing past that, like you will, you will see, you will reap the benefits soon enough, but you have to push past the threshold. Yep. And unfortunately, everyone's threshold is different. Everyone's circumstance is different and it takes a lot of focus and commitment and yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to share with you guys, like the details of all of that in all the different aspects, because I think it will be again, I'm not there yet, but I think it will be helpful in terms of like where I was if, because I'm sure there's women listening right now that are at the place where I was yeah. uh, last year. And, you know, of course there's going to be things that come up again that get in my way and like, blah, blah, blah. But it, it was just, it was, I would, I think that this year was like my, the most I've changed ever in my whole life. And I know that you feel a similar way in a lot of ways. So I'm excited for both of us. We're going to, we're going to each do an episode on in honor of my birthday week. I'm deciding right now in honor of my birthday week, we'll do a, because my birthday week is also Brenda's half birthday. So in honor of that week, we'll do a Julia's 25th year and a Brenda's first half of her 25th year. Love it. And we'll do all the details. We'll spill all the tea. We'll spill it all, you guys. And we hope that you genuinely enjoy it because you've you've been with us. You know, here we are. Like we talk with you. We've talked with you consistently for over a freaking year. Like we're friends. We're closer in our day. I can't wait to tell you guys some things. Like you guys know nothing about my love life and I can't wait to tell you you're spoiling it no well, we can't wait to hear genuinely and if you're in a space today where you're like you know that all sounds good but I don't believe it or it's not meant for me or this is this is it all these things just continue 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 I know it's way I was thinking about this this phrase oh easy for you to say because I remember I used to be in a space where all these people that I admired would be like I, I promise you like trust me like it's gonna work out and I would be like okay, I respect that, but easy for you to say, because look at where you are now, but we have to remember, and this goes for you guys listening and for Julia and I, for every goal we have yet to pursue, like it wasn't easy for people at a certain point, right? Like everybody started somewhere. There are very few people who are like some sort of overnight success or whatever. Like most people that you see succeeding today in whatever definition of succeeding that it means to you, like it took fucking work. And there were things that were not easy for them. You know, I think about it in the sense of like, uh, one of our friends was saying like, Oh, uh, can I come to a workout with you? And in terms of like getting a consistent schedule was saying, Oh, well, you know, it's, it's easy for you though. It's different. And I was like, bitch, do you remember me a simple Don't year? You remember? Like, and it's funny because as we shift, especially as we our energy shifts so much. It's almost like people start to see us as this evolved version of ourselves, right? And, and with you and I too, Drew, like I think 
that we connect all the time. We know each other's hearts on such a deep level. And every time that, that you, you shift in some way, like I see you as this version of you because that's who you are to me. Right. So it's funny because even the people closest to us, we almost forget like, oh shit, they weren't always like this. How cool. Um, so anyway, with that, it's, it is easy to say, easy for you to say, but just remember everybody starts somewhere. And I think if it gives you any hope that one day, something that seems really fucking hard for you is going to be a piece of cake. I'm, I told you guys, I want to say two and a half weeks ago. And I know that this is a different end of the spectrum for people, but like I told you guys maybe two and a half weeks ago that I was fucking terrified to walk into the gym and walk into the, what's known as the men's section and like start lifting all these weights and using this app and doing these workouts that feel really uncomfortable. And now I go in there and I'm like, okay, move over. Here's my ponytail. Here's my crop. Oh, yes. Strong bitch. And like, we really can shift so much as simple that <laughs> yep so look forward uh, around the week of august 16th we're gonna really dive into these things with like all the details yes incredible we love you guys so much thank you for sticking around for all of these episodes you literally mean the world to us i want to say that this is gonna be episode 151 that releases which is super exciting so you've been with us for 150 episodes we Whoa. love and the best gift in the world would be if you guys could leave us a review on apple podcast if you could share this episode or one that you love with a friend if you could just spread the word about what roaring 20s podcast does stands for believes in everything in between we will always be here for you guys let's go for 150 more oh yeah and just remember, you are 10 out of 10. 10, baby. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring 20s Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring 20s Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With, with love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.